welcome to I love that a bachelor podcast because the unexamined life is not worth living yes Wade we're back and that- earlier than uh, last week a couple hours or no we took no, an extra day off we last, took an week. Extra day yeah, yeah. last week yeah well that's our bad I'm Wade I'm Zach and right off the top uh, addendum to the last episode oh yes du- is, go ahead duplicity and multiplicity are different movies and yes. i was talking about multiplicity and you were you, talking about uh-huh. duplicity duplicity sucks yeah neither of us really caught it yeah i don't, I don't remember multiplicity being very good either but uh let's it's, see what, it's what, like a 24 year old movie so maybe maybe it's good let's see what the homie said um what the ratings on these movies are no no <laughs> i mean uh why he brought it up uh okay He goes, I disagreed with you saying Duplicity was a bad movie. If you're talking about the one with Julia Roberts and Paul Giamatti, that's a great movie. Clive Owen, too. Sheesh, come on. So that is Duplicity, right? That is Duplicity, And you're talking about Multiplicity. Yeah. All right, well, Kelsey, I I maintain my statement that... uh, I'm sorry I haven't responded to you in real life, but... um, uh, I like Paul Giamatti a lot. You know what? The movie's just forgettable. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember The Godfather and John Wick. You know, I can remember movies. MI6 was excellent. Do you think it has something to do with Giamatti specifically? That people think that they're like bonding with you by telling you that they like Paul Giamatti movies on account of your oh striking god. resemblance to him? Um, oh my god. I didn't expect this to turn into therapy. <laughs> <laughs> um, How does it make you feel? <laughs> Jesus Christ, it fucking might. Um, I wonder if that is the case. I mean, I, I highly doubt he's trying to bond with me because of Paul Giamatti being in a movie, but maybe people think that I like Paul Giamatti movies. Sure, because if you look like an actor naturally, you're a huge fan of theirs. Yeah. Oh, dude. I'm going to take a little pivot here. Okay. Uh, the Love Island Australia that I'm watching. Oh, there's, yes. there's a dude who looks just like, uh, what is it, Charlie Hunnan, the Sons of Anarchy guy? Really? He looks just like him, but shorter. He's a stripper, and he has a giant Sons of Anarchy tattoo on his back. Shut the fuck up. And Shannon and I have really interesting theories on how sketchy his past may be. Oh my god, that is weird. It's a lot to work with, and that I don't think that spoils anything. What but, episode uh, are you on? I don't know, like seven or eight or something. Okay, he, I gotta I gotta get back in that. We're not that deep, but yeah, it's it's starting to pay off, and this guy was mm-hmm. it was just. Pretty says it's the best one she's watched. Mm. She actually stopped watching season two of UK. Yeah. Oh. And then uh, I told her all the endings, and she was like, wow, I guess I should have stuck it through. Yeah, two got really you know? good. Or maybe she didn't say that, but something like, I don't know. I, I, I was just like, yeah, it got really good. And I understand that it kind of sucked at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But well, I they all do. You got to get to yeah, know them. I don't blame her for not finishing it. I get it. Mm. I probably, especially after watching Australia, I think Australia might set the mark. Yeah. You know, and we watched... Season two, which is okay, but it's so forgettable now. Yeah, <laughs> you watch too many of you know? them. And it yeah, blends and together. I can't remember the names of like more than one set of people at Nathan a time. Nathan and Cara. Yeah, Olivia yeah. and Alex. That tall drink of water, Terry. Yeah, Tal and whoever he was. Uh. Anyway, well, the moral of the story is, uh, you, the listener. Zach here looks an awful lot like Paul Giamatti. 
and you can just imagine me as like a sick, like the Marlboro man, but a little taller. Wow. Bigger mustache too. Accurate. Yeah, that's <laughs> much, accurate. Much bigger mustache. Um, so this is a bachelor podcast. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I just need to set the record straight. The Marlboro man. Up top. Yeah, that, that's accurate. That, that's a good I would say that's, um, that's exactly what you look like. Thank you. So the mansion looks like shit. You might have mentioned this last week. I did. But those exterior shots, like... It's it, not like rustic or artsy. I don't know why they're trying to do that. I just don't it, get it. It looks neglected. Like, it needs paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just needs paint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad we're starting there. <laughs> sure. This is going to be a pretty nitpicky episode. There's not a lot of action. No. No, not at all. Uh, so we get the previously on. There's a, a lie nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see what you did. Get it? Uh-huh. I'm funny. Just like Paul Giamatti. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, so Peter really loves country, huh? I guess. I think they're just the easiest music guests to get for the show. Um, when is it not country? When it's uh, well, remember the uh, the one finale they had, and it was that shitty band that you vaguely knew about. The ska band. I don't think it was a ska band. I think it might have been Ari's season or Becca's season. But they had some band that they danced to at one point, and then they were mm. there for after the rose, after the final rose. Okay. It, forgettable. They're nobodies. Sure. Um, so, I mean, they do like some sort of pop stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. What if it is, it's, uh, since Peter kind of got hot for, uh, Hannah Beast and then he gets it in his head, they're like, oh, I like Southern girls. So he's trying to like, oh, he's trying to put it, that on. Yeah. He's trying to like yeah. get into the culture and be like, oh, see, I, I, am, I like Christ and country music and, uh, family gotta, values. Like, is could he be playing some of that up? I got to tell you, man. If I was a betting man, I would definitely take the bet that he doesn't find love here and gets back with Hannah. That's starting to look like a best case scenario. Yeah. these. I'm not going to jump around, but these (laughs) girls, they look like they are uninterested in him. Yes. I've never seen girls go, I don't want to talk to you right now. Yeah. Crazy. There's so much like wall break. Okay. So this episode uh, near the end, I got the impression that like, uh, you know, it's an experiment. Mm-hmm. It's this closed psychological experiment, but I'm starting to see cracks. Like everybody, you know, the girls, Peter, just like little, little glimpses of it. Like someone that's like about to wake up from a dream, <laughs> you know, or like they're starting, they're sort of, I don't know. The fact that it doesn't occur to them how messed up the whole thing is. And mm-hmm. the people just try to play along and have conversations where they just loosely talk about their like feelings, you know, like it's the, becoming formulaic even for the contestants. Yeah, and I think that's from over meddling with by the producers. Mm-hmm. Um, like a trained circus animal that uh, okay. just for a second is like, I could just kill the handler. Yeah, why am I doing these tricks? Yet another uh, Simpsons. Uh, prediction. Yeah. Um, oh, with the 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 the, the, the tigers. Yeah, the white tigers. Or I actually just like watched a, that episode. Oh yeah. I, I I can't even remember Siegfried and Roy. Siegfried and Roy. Yeah, yeah, the parody of them. Yeah, they um, 
I'm as an aside, I'm wholly convinced Matt Groening is a time traveler. Yeah, I've seen some pretty uh, damning video evidence. Really? Yeah. Elaborate. Yep, it's evidence. It's um, you know, just just uh, Alex Jones style people ranting about all the predictions they've made and how there's no way they he could not be a time traveler. It is strange how topical, like a lot of it is, like the earlier seasons especially. Yeah. Yeah. Just commentary. And maybe it's just that the issues have always kind of been the same, you know, over the generations. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, man. When when they when this guy rattled off like 20 or 25 different predictions in a row, I was like, oh, my God. Mm. It's kind of prolific. It's better than Nostradamus. Wow. You know what I mean? He actually They actually predict things. Like specific scenes and facial gestures, too. As if it's like a, you know, if it's like a predestiny. Or it's like winking at the viewer, like... Yeah. It's a simulation. Well... You think... Maybe, maybe he's tapped in. Or maybe the show is our window and that's why it doesn't end. Or he can see the future. Or he can see the future. I mean, specifically, uh, Donald Trump's coming down the escalator. Yeah, that scene is exactly... Is the, the way he waves, the head movement, all of it. Mm-hmm. It's wild shit. Or is Simpsons so influential and international that it just kind of like nudges people into fulfilling it as reality? I don't know, man. It was so specific. How'd they know his mannerisms going down an escalator? I don't know. He watches a lot of TV. Maybe he saw the episode and liked the... Okay. Like the style of it. Well... I mean, um, Ted Ted Cruz models himself after Mr. Burns. Huh. (laughs) <laughs> Fucking Ted Cruz. That's, uh, well, when I get that one, you know, thing that's going around and then make it to the, that one place mm-hmm. where all the, all the people who make laws are, mm-hmm. uh, I'll be sure to See, I'm ask, re- ask I'm... if he's seen Trump, if Trump's seen the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. I just don't want the podcast to get taken down from this wild thing that I'm Winking about. No, I yeah, I've I've been winking the whole time. Yeah. You can't hear it unless you can. This is a weird one. I, you know, this I thought is, we were going to get into this episode just fine. This but is no, a weird no, start. Not at you all. know, we did. I think we felt too good about last week. All right. Okay. Let's take the reins here. One on one date. Vicky F. Before we get there, the morning mm-hmm. after, right? Uh, I really uh, liked that the girls are sitting there, and Chris shows up and says, "We're making biscuits." That's what he said. He said, we were making biscuits. I want you to know that. Like as a reference to their lusty uh, biscuit talk in the first episode? I guess. I, I have no idea. Hmm. Yeah, didn't they say something like, he's a flaky biscuit. I don't know. Pick oh, yeah. a bite out of Wasn't that Alaya, Peter's though? biscuit. Alaya? Yeah. Whatever. Maybe. Uh, thankfully, Chris is here to speak for Peter and let everyone know that he's here for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed that. But he's not here. He's not here, but he definitely wants to continue to get to know you guys and find love, because that's what Peter's all about. Right. And then... uh, But sadly, Chris needs to remind them of this, because it is not apparent. (laughs) Right? It's just not apparent. Um, And then um, Peter's own... So you you get the best, like, reveal of of a city ever with Mm -hmm. these girls. You know, he goes, we're going to Cleveland, and no one's excited about it. Yeah. 
I don't think any of them have been to Cleveland before. No, and you know what? The real estate in Cleveland is, you know, pretty cheap for a reason, I think. Oh, it's great. You know, and they they made it look good. They did make it look good, except for the view of just the Brown Stadium Mm. outside the girl's window. Yeah. To that end, Peter's only fact about the city is that Superman is from here. Yep. Which is kind of true. Yeah, his phrasing was a little weird. I mean, everyone's like, no, I thought it was Smallville or Kansas. Yeah. Well, he's like, from Krypton. Sure. I think he was referencing the creators of Superman. Yeah, are from there. Yeah. But if you have to stop and look that up, because like, you know, just. I stopped and looked it up. It just wasn't specific. It was really vague, you know. <laughs> that's, his one, that's his one fact. It's like if I said, oh, like Batman was born in Knoxville, Tennessee. You'd, you'd be like that. What? Hmm. Where is he from? That Gotham. No, I know. Uh, Stan Lee. Stan Lee didn't make Batman. Oh, that's right. That's DC. Yeah, it's the other dudes. I don't oh, know. I have no Just idea. The, a little context. Come on. Okay. One-on-one date. Victoria F. Yeah, yeah. Lovely plane ride in gloomy overcast weather mm-hmm. in beautiful Cleveland. There's Lake Erie in all the fog. Yep. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> I was, good. I was like a little worried for them, honestly. Um, yeah, considering, um, plane crashes and the like. Yeah, I had <laughs> this. So we know that, like, Peter gets injured, right? That's not too much of a spoiler. He's got a huge yes. scar on his yes. head. He had to have stitches. And when he was flying with, uh, with Vicky F mm-hmm. in the fog, I was like, wouldn't it be really funny if suddenly, like, there's just a sharp edit and now Peter has a scar and the girl, like, <laughs> is not Vicky F, but looks like a very a similar different. girl, different weather outside, and we just we just move past. I'm waiting for that tragedy. Like, Yeah, I wonder how that's going to happen. I don't know. Um, okay, sorry. No, sorry, okay. sidebar. So Micah is hurting. Yeah, she's freaking out the whole, just consistently throughout this yeah, episode she, she and problems. last episode. Poor girl. Mm-hmm. I feel so sorry for her. That happens, though. Someone gets a good makeout session, the early eps, mm-hmm. and then they get their uh, one-on-one, like, vaulted, Way you know, down. to, like, five episodes later, and they yep. just, like, go nuts. Yeah, she's she's breaking at the seams. Yeah. Bursting at the seams? Uh, blowing at the blowing seams. Blowing at the seams? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, Vicky F. is frightened of skydiving. Yep. And uh, I'm thrilled she wore her cross for Peter on this date. Did she? Yep. I didn't catch that. Yeah. She did. I have cross I, I think this is a whole thing. Oh, like she's trying to ham it up or... Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had probably the best analogy I've heard in a long time. Our relationship is like a roller coaster. Because they went to that amusement park. Because they were at a roller coaster, the number one roller coaster town. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? Yeah, because there's like yeah, ups and dude, downs I, and uh-huh. like slow buildups. Mm-hmm. That's why Peter said it's like a roller coaster. Yeah, their love, their relationship. It, uh huh. You, you understand? I think I'm hearing you perfectly <laughs> clear. <laughs> okay did did you at any point during this date think to yourselves like, wow, ABC is like torturing this girl? Yes, because she's afraid of heights. Yes, so they make her go on a plane in questionable weather yes then they make her get on the slingshot at the amusement park and ride a bunch of rides which is like i think it's fun i think that's fun sure but it's not romantic it's It's not like they're getting pampered or riding a sailboat nothing says not romantic like a place where little kids jam hands touch everything yeah 
you know, and, and thrill rides. It's like a middle school date. Yeah. It's not for adults. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just, I don't know. I thought like, wow, she didn't even get a pleasant date. She just had to go to an amusement park Mm -hmm. and then, and then you get the best like producer coup I've ever seen. They all seem shocked. Yeah. And the fact that Peter had no idea. He was vibing too. He gave him his number, made sure he put Weber in there with one B. Yeah. It was cute. Yeah. That was the most fun he'd had all season, by the way. Oh, sure. Talking to Chase Rice. It's like, what do you mean? Like, the producers are like, no, you're going to talk to him. You're going to meet him. Like, go mingle with fans. And it's like, oh, cool. I just get to, like, hang out and exist and enjoy this celebrity. And, like, naturally, there's a twist. Yes. That, uh, yeah, Vicky F. dated him. Okay, did you do any research on this? Yes. Okay. Uh, So, he's actually a kind of successful recording artist who... um, was a college football player, then was a NASCAR pit crew member, then a Survivor contestant. Whoa. Yeah. And then now he's a country star. So he's actually got, like, you know, some fame. Yeah, good for him. He's like, no. clearly hustling. He's, he's, yeah. he's got some kind of X factor or uh-huh. he wouldn't be succeeding in all this. And so I was like, wow. And then so not only did they get, like, a decent star... And he probably knew Victoria F. was going to be on The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. And then he knew he booked The Bachelor. But I bet he didn't think that they were going to serve up his ex-girlfriend. And that's where he was wrong. Because <laughs> he knew... He had all the information, but he, he didn't think, no, they're not going to bring my drama into this. I'm just here to promote a couple songs for my new album. Absolutely like, not. Like all the musical acts on The Bachelor do. <laughs> but no, of course, they made his drama a part of the show. Or not even anyone's drama. Like they, I feel like they both were fine to just move past whatever relationship they had. So I was, I was, just, I read uh, a take on this, and you kind of have to give props to the pro- producers of The Bachelor mm. because this is something that most people have—an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend—and yeah. you sometimes run into them, and you know you're sometimes going to kiss your new partner in front of them. It's it's nothing. There's nothing wrong that, that went on here. Yeah, they just took an awkward situation and made us feel like someone was in the wrong here for some reason. Yeah, Do you but know what it, I mean? but it's the producers. I know. Like Peter was oblivious. He was having a great time. But you felt weird about it because we in so, and that's why they get let us know that on the this coming on. Mm-hmm. So we had this weird take that we knew that Peter was going to walk into something. And we got to watch Peter experience it and not know. Mm-hmm. It, it's a hell of a coup. And so it makes it feel wrong, but it's like not at all. It's a total regular thing. But it's not like a prank show where you're going to like <laughs> relieve people when you out the truth and like, okay, now everybody, here's what was going on. It's like, yeah, you're making it super awkward for this musician. And like, I don't know. I'm really surprised Vicky F even like rebounded from it because she seemed like really troubled by it yeah not so much as like ooh, there's my ex-boyfriend but like the producers have put me in this awful position on On tv national television like how do you even react like what was she supposed to do and the the way that she's like walking up like where are we going like what a surprise a private concert and and then she hears the song she's like wait wait what 
wait, where are we going? What, what's going on? You know, yep. like you, and this is one of my, like, uh, you know, the, the illusion cracking where like, okay, someone is starting to like get a sense that something is very wrong here. And, and then it's just like, there you hear Vicky, like now you're in a nightmare mm-hmm. and we're going to film you for, you know, 20 so minutes. Weird. Good luck. And then even Chase Rice looked like he didn't felt weird watching them kiss, mm-hmm. you know, and Peter had no fucking clue. Yeah. And then he goes and talks to him afterwards and yeah. they're broing out and exchanging info. Like, God. Crazy. I, I wondered, like, was Chase Rice complicit in this? But I think he just underestimated how ruthless ABC is. <laughs> I think so, man. I think that he just underestimated that. Yeah. So, uh, I think you, you've been talking a lot about the uh, I Think You Should Leave episode. About the loaded nachos. Uh, and yeah. I couldn't help but think that the whole time uh, <laughs> that Victoria F. was confessing to Peter, you know, as long what? as it took her to... Yeah. And Peter just goes like, what? You, wait. What, like like the singer? You, you, like the, the guy that was at the concert. The, the chase guy that I talked Ch- to? I, yeah, I talked to him. What is going on? What? <laughs> and it just, and he, it never connected. She had to do it like three times. Yeah. And he said that like, wait... The, from the concert, the guy, like, yes, Peter, Chase Rice, the guy you just met, like, and he's just so fucking baffled. Like, at no point does anyone do, like, a office-style look at the cameraman or, like, did you plan this? Mm-hmm. Like, where's my handler? Did you know about this? No one is holding the puppeteers accountable, and they're clearly the only ones that, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like It's crazy. Like, no one planned it, but the people, yeah, yeah. I'm actually enjoying this season a lot now that we're this far in. Me too. Um, yeah. I have these... I kind of waffle uh, during these feelings of enjoying it and then not enjoying it. And then retro, like retroactively considering it and thinking, huh, this actually is a pretty decent season. I'm actually having fun. Yeah. You know, and I understand that was a whole producer stunt, but I, I fucking enjoyed that. We can accept that the show is broken at this point. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be you know, hurt about mm. them veering from format or yeah, or doing this producer stuff mm-hmm. as long as it's entertaining. Yeah, it is entertaining. Like, and, and like, you know, like you were saying at the top that he's probably going to wind up with Hannah B. Cause like none of these, none of these girls are getting a fair shot. It's like, I think I mentioned last episode, like Luke P monopolized the beast season, All of Hannah's season. but in this one, it's like the producers are getting to, have their drama Pick. arcs and yeah, yeah they get to choose what the drama is and they're kind of giving everybody a chance uh-huh which is a little bit better yeah it's you're not getting sick of like a crystal or a luke p you know yeah. like dominating the whole thing i do however feel like the producers are like hey peter for the roller coaster date you have to pick victoria yeah so sorry mm-hmm. don't ask questions it's just too convenient so, I did some more research into Chase, and he's actually not signed to a Disney label. Really? Yeah. Did he say he was? No. I'm okay. just saying. I, I assume all these artists are somehow tied to Disney. Mm-hmm. He actually isn't. Just a, just a different independent label. Good for him. Yeah. So You know, his, uh, his music, like, for whatever kind of modern, mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't even call it bro country. It was passable. It reminds me of Darius Rucker. Uh, oh, Hootie, yeah, like what, yeah, yeah, what he's doing now, like it had that sound to it where it's like, that's, this isn't too patronizing and there's no. some nice like nineties rock musicality to it. So it was okay. Yeah. 
And you know what? Whatever fl- uh, flies my, my boy's plane, you know? <laughs> so somehow, Victoria F. manages to confess. Yes. Walks off and cries, but then Peter meets her in the hallway for some trauma bonding. Uh-huh. And, you know, it was hard for her to be honest, but he respects it. So they get to kiss and make up, and she gets the rose. And then they... Uh, uh, there's just this celloist playing on the curb oh, outside yeah, of that's the building. Right. The celloist. <laughs> so they walk out and dance. I must have gone up to go pee or something. Yeah. I remember seeing the celloist. I don't remember them dancing. Mm. Was it cute? Describe yeah. it in full detail. It's exactly what you would expect, minus the fireworks. <laughs> just, you know, kissing. Who's that one chick never been kissed? The producer plant from Colton uh, uh, yeah, Season? I don't even remember her name. Okay. But, uh,. At this point in the episode, mm-hmm. I just offhandedly thought of what might be a alternative title for the show. Okay. Uh, which three do I want to bang the most? Yes. Because at this point, I don't think Peter has like connections with anyone. He's he's sort of playing. He's either really dumb mm-hmm. or really good at just like giving the show what it needs or wants. He's like uh, an empty vessel for this yes. journey. He's he uh, as we'll find out um, after the football date that uh, he he's very very bad at being the bachelor. Mm. He doesn't uh, de-escalate things. He believes the last person he speaks to. Um, he's literally you know at its basis level his only job is to pick girls that he thinks are the hottest. That through his 45 minutes of conversation thinks he might be able to spend the rest of his life with. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can't even do that right. Because the girl he thought he was hot he sent home last week shows back up. And then he invites her back on the show because she's hot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is who are the three girls I want to bang the most. And then from those three, I'll determine which one like maybe speaks the best. Yeah. So, to that end, I'm having a revelation. Do you think that Hannah B. thought Peter was too dumb and just wanted to bang him? You know? Probably. Maybe. I don't know. I think they're both dumb. I think if you're going to be The Bachelor or The Bachelorette... No, and like think about it. Like, Ari, Becca... Yeah. Colton. Colton. Like, these are not like bright people like if yeah. you were like a sharp educated like well-spoken person you couldn't be on the show mm-hmm. like i think and and you know i'm not like knocking dumb people like they make great television yeah it's just hard to get a grasp on like peter because i do think a big part of it is that he's just kind of dumb yeah a little simple mind or like not trusting his gut or thinking critically or sticking to his decisions it's wholly confusing mm-hmm. and the producers don't help yeah, he's not getting any favors. Um, so anyway, back at the hotel, mm-hmm. uh, we get the date cards, right? Yep. So everyone but Kelsey is going to go play football. Mm-hmm. Mike and is uh, being pretty extra again. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm pretty sure it's Peter that says, I hope that there is no more drama tomorrow at the group date. That sounds like something he'd say. Nice, dude. <laughs> Good. On a group date, no drama. Wishful thinking. You know what, though? I was actually really... We'll, we'll get there, but there kind of wasn't drama. 
until no, until Peter until, made it. Like, correct. The fact that all these girls did manage to be cool, hurt each other playing the game, yeah. and there was no bad blood. There was no like, you know, Luke P tackling mm-hmm. smaller Luke. And I will say though, how'd they end up in a tie? Are you kidding me? That one that one team was up fourteen points. Well, clearly they're not doing field goals or extra points. They should have had him do like one more like sudden death. I think they were. Let's just, choose a winner. Yeah, yeah. There's you, like, you know we didn't need thing. all of them. Like do a coin flip or go to overtime. Just like next person. You to know score what it was that they wanted the drama. They wanted all the girls there. Yeah, so Alea could. Oh my god! Make all of them pissed off. Not this time, producers. You can't come around on me. But they were all pissed out anyway. Okay, so once again, uh, Victoria P decides. You know, ooh, my back. I can't. Uh, I'm not gonna do this. And then she gets mad one on one time. Yeah, she gets. That's the, not cool. And I thought that was a producer thing too. That like, not only did she not play, but um. but someone probably told him, you know, her like, hey, you should get Peter first because that'll definitely piss Shean off. Oh my god! Because like she had the high hopes of uh, yeah. getting him first, yeah. and and that sort of like got every girl who did play to instantly like get mm-hmm. grumpy. Mm-hmm. Like not only do we all have to share it, it's not one team or the other. Yeah. But the one girl who didn't even fucking play went and stole yep. him first, That's and a like slick move. like Peter is not rewarding our efforts again. Being a bad bachelor. Yeah. Um. And, uh, yeah, Sheehan, Sheehan was burning them out there. Mm-hmm. Four touchdowns. Burning them. And then, uh, you know, there was a cheers for tackling Peter's heart tonight, which <laughs> I think that's fun. Yeah. And then, uh, anyway, yeah, so it just moves on to the group dinner date as we're here now. Sheehan's breaking down. Vicky P again being slick. And mm. then here it is. Alaya shows up. In Cleveland. You know, like someone, like a producer didn't put her on the plane and fly her down there to derail this night. Yeah. Like she doesn't live in Cleveland. No. Someone, it's it's the same thing with like Becca's ex-boyfriend on, uh, was it Ari season? Remember when she was like, she was like one of the last four or something. Oh, they were fucking buttfuck. Yeah. They were like, it was international and someone flew this guy there just to shake shit up and cause drama and like. I guess that's the kind of interference I don't like. Like the Vicky F and Chase Rice thing, like that was gold. That's that was, money. That was yeah. great, awkward, is perfect. Fine television. But then just flying in a wild card to then steal all the time from everyone else. Like The fucked up thing, dude, the fucked up thing is he, he proceeded to ignore all the girls again. Yeah. And basically, it, it, for all intents and purposes, cancel a date. Mm-hmm. No one gets to talk to him. Because he spent the whole time figuring out about a problem girl who was the problem girl last time mm-hmm. and who canceled the date then. Yeah, so what? He canceled the pool party because of that one? Yeah. And when Hannah Beast did that whole windmill sex story thing, she derailed that date. So yeah, that, that's, no, they, they've had like no good dates. So that's like three cocktail parties that didn't get to happen. Correct. So if you're not getting one-on-ones, you're not getting time with him. Correct. And in that sense, like that, that takes away from the show. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was every episode for a uh, beast and it's starting to look that way for Peter as well. Yeah. So I, I get people being annoyed by that. I, I honestly feel like we might, I don't, well, I, don't know, I don't know if I feel like it. I guess I hope that it kind of, oh. Excuse me. Um, I hope that it 
shakes out mm. and kind of calms down and we get like eight girls left and you know you can still mm. be mad at Alaya, but maybe we're gonna get some real dates and stuff yeah i guess if you go wholesome too soon people would lose interest so you gotta like create and agitate a bunch of drama we can hope dude well, like, yeah, like, I always go back to, like, the Luke P thing. That's, that, like, that he was me. He didn't leave until there were two fucking episodes left. So, like, yes. it was really hard to... I'm fine if Elias stays around. Just don't... Don't keep fucking doing this shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Give the girls some screen time. I don't know who the fuck Savannah is. Me neither. There was, a, there was at least two or three times where I was like, who the fuck... Who is that person? Yeah. And, uh, Deandra... Who the fuck is she? She's a... I, I mean, I know she what she looks like. Plano. Oh, that's why you remember her. That's like the only reason. Yeah. And go back a couple? The, yeah, Kiara. Mm-hmm. Who She's the a, fuck is this? I don't know. We don't know anything about her. Really? Like... I, Not that I know anything about Hannah Ann or Mykona. Mm-hmm. Even the ones that we, met, that we met early, I'm starting to forget about them. Yeah. I feel like we haven't spent time with Hannah Ann or Madison. Lexi. I didn't recognize Madison. I was like, who is... Oh, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. She's, she's cool, but we've been focusing so much on, on these messy... These messy girls. Yeah. Thoughts, thoughts on Aliyah? Um, He finds her attractive. Exceptionally attractive. I think she's pretty attractive as well. Mm-hmm. But I again think she's being fake. This is probably the realest she's been this whole time in this episode. Um, I don't like her attitude. Second. Um, yeah, but look, if Peter wants her on the show, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, but like maybe he made a big stink last episode after they punished him by going and talking to Chris and taking the rose. And so now, since he complained a bunch, they're rewarding him. And it's some sick, twisted punishment reward system that they got going on the producer, between the producers and Peter. <laughs> okay. You know? Yeah. Because they're like, okay, fine, we'll bring her back. Just be good, Peter. Be good in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll get your girl back. Yeah, you see what we did with the Chase Rice thing? Like we can we can make this experience very miserable for you oh, if, if you yeah. want to make waves. But <laughs> I mean, if you want to be cool, you know, who knows? Just just be good. Just be good, Peter. Be a good bachelor, Peter. Come on. I just hate that he derailed the whole date. That's just not cool. Same. Uh, yeah. I, I like. What is she doing? Everybody's calling her out because like she seemed fake before. And she came back, and she's literally just a force for, like, mm-hmm. stirring shit up. Yeah. She comes back with the luxury of having consulted the internet for all the spoilers. Yeah. About who's who and what, yeah. what's what. Yeah. I mean, there's a huge scent feeling of, like, disgenuity. Disgenuinity. Disgenuinity. Yeah, and she's, like, a blogger with, like, a Etsy, whatever. Like, she sells she sells small stakes shit oh, does she online. No, so, I'm just... I really think... You know, the, the girls were like, why didn't you just air this at the girls' tell-all? Like, you're clearly just here to be a jerk and be yeah. back on TV again. Yeah. Like, I think they're right in that assessment. They're probably right. And, yeah, and her attitude is just so, like, scorched earth, you know? Mm-hmm. 
that if you're going to burn me like this, then I'm just going to come on and kind of try and ruin it for everyone. Yeah. Which isn't, I don't like that. That's not nice. Yeah. Um, These fucking beauty queens. Yeah, wow. And Vicky P suddenly seems like fake as hell to me too now. Yes, yes. It's like her whole shtick when Peter tried to have the three-way truth session between them and she just like would cry anytime she, you know, couldn't defend mm-hmm. whatever was going on. And it's like, oh yeah, she she is kind of like, even like physically, like so much like, you know, sexy lip biting. And I'm like, you know what? Elias seemed more fake, but that doesn't mean that Victoria P is not also very correct. fake. Correct, yeah. It's yeah. um it's quite it was it was quite the thing to watch. Mm. He also didn't know who to believe. Cause usually yeah. he's gotta leave one and then believe that one, but he had both this time. Yeah, and so I guess fairness that uh Elia got to also drag Victoria P down with him, but like lose them both, Peter. Yeah, you gotta cut this shit out. You keep saying, like, my biggest fear is having someone who's not real. It's like, well, cool, why don't you pick the red flag girls and not give them roses? Yes. Unless the producers have your family hostage or something. Yeah, and, you know, if that could be the case. So, we get the, uh, the biggest return to form. Kelsey. Oh, yeah. Kelsey ends up being okay, unless you had more on this Aliyah thing. Oh, no, just that when the girls were getting worked up and like, this is bullshit, I'm leaving, that I was like, yeah, girls, you should good unionize, because yeah. Peek's being a bad, he's, he's not good management material. Yeah, he's being a bad actor. He's not doing his part. You're all sequestered and giving up so much to be here and driving yeah. each other insane. You're supposed to talk to him, man. Yeah, you're like, you're... Give him a chance. I don't know how quickly the show films, if it's literally weeks to weeks or if it's like a couple days in a row, but still going multiple days. Some of these girls have probably, you know, they don't even get a cocktail party to steal three minutes with them. Like they've mm-hmm. literally gone a week without, without talking, talking to the about. one man that they are allowed to talk to that the, the goal of the show is to fall in love with. It's fucked up. Yeah. It is fucked up. Weird experiment. But, um, but yeah, right. so we get uh, Kelsey's one-on-one, and uh, you know we get the ridiculously staged soapbox derby and the poker scene. Oh yeah, where they <laughs> that whole date was weird. Hey, you guys want a pierogi, Peter? A pierogi? Yeah, he was stoked. He's stoked on everything. I th- he's there's a puppy dog nature to him. Yes. He's like, polka dancing? I love what? polka dancing. And by the way, his dancing is trash. I don't know why he keeps trying to teach people how to dance. Hmm. Well, it's like two-step and swing, like, southern style. It's it's easy. You know, it's not too complicated, I think. Okay, sure. I don't know. Hmm. Or he's just hamming up. Maybe he wants to be on Dancing with the Stars. Maybe this is the new template for the star oh, of the, the show. ABC stars, huh? Yeah. I saw a pretty good take, by the way. And it's uh, honestly, I feel like having a downtown, having downtown soapbox derby races actually invalidates you as a major city. <laughs> you know, if the point here is to sell Cleveland to the people, mm-hmm. downtown soapbox races, that would never happen in L.A. Or New York. Because it's too lame? Because that's, you know, I think you need a real reason to shut it down. Not like a random soapbox thing for a reality show. Mm. You know, it's got to be like a full marathon or a movie. Do you think it's a thing they actually do? Or that it was just for the show? I haven't looked it up, but I think it was totally fucking staged. Mm. I don't think they even do it. 
wonder if there's like a crossover for the demos of like the kinds of ladies who watch soapbox derbies and the kinds of people who watch The Bachelor. You know what? It's Disney, so yeah, it could have been exceedingly, exceptionally calculated. Mm-hmm. Yes, dudes could watch soapbox derbies too. I would watch a soapbox derby. Yeah. What do you call it when it's the small ones? Pinewood derby. Pinewood derby. Okay. Yeah. I made a, I did a boat one once, and I made mine uh, like a Baldur's Gate boat. <laughs> yeah. Sick. That's all the notes I got. Kelsey had a real nice uh, return to form here. Yeah, she also she also had the luxury of uh, taking it well that Aliyah got to come back because mm. she wasn't with the rest of the girls, uh-huh. hurting herself playing football and then getting blown off uh-huh. after getting all dressed up and nice looking. It's a good take. I don't know. She she just took it really well. And I was yep. like, oh, that's right. That's right. She didn't have to play football and then get ignored for it. That's <laughs> good for her. Uh, I thought it was interesting that Kelsey's parents are divorced. Oh. Just on account of Peter being so deeply obsessed with his own family. Uh-huh. That is this... Is this going to affect him? Does it work out better? Because then he'll have one fewer in-law to have to share... Hmm. I think um I think it's kind of like a disgenuine finasco to me <laughs> to have to bring that up. Um because it's like like forty percent of households have divorced parents. Mm-hmm. You know? It doesn't make you special. Okay. What do you do with it? You know, is this really what you're leaning on to create, you know, to force love out of him, you know, to make him feel sorry for you that he needs to love you? Is his love going to validate the Mm. fact that your parents are divorced? Are they still alive? Yeah. You know, oh, okay, like boo-hoo. So you saw it first. And truth be told, if this is insensitive, I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Uh, that doesn't sound too bad. I think the girl with like the addict parents and the dead father had, that one, had a much yeah. worse go of it. But yeah, 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 you could still love both parents, parents. if they're divorced. Like, yeah, you get fucking bonus parents now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend it's easy. Like, sure. I, I didn't go through that personally, but it is an interesting like. Uh oh, better that crack take, out my yeah. greatest trauma, and it's like, well, my parents are divorced. Like, okay, but you, you, like you half and country. half the country, yeah, <laughs> you know. And then his his return to bonding with that was like, oh yeah, well, I think about like my Cuban mom and what she had to go through to get here, and I'm like, oh cool, so shit that you know, she grew up with divorced parents, like that yeah. was her experience. Yes, and Peter relating to that he is like, oh well, it. my mom was an immigrant. He equated his mother being an immigrant. Running away from a fucking dictator country, an authoritarian dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Okay, those aren't the same. And not his experience either. Oh, like, true. That, that was my thing: is that he's a generation <laughs> removed from the trauma that he is sharing. Oh my god! And it's also totally different. Like my parents are divorced. Like my parents had to flee to a dictatorship and escape the country. Like, <sighs> did... yeah. But then this is uh, the playing into the game, you know? It's like, we're on The Bachelor. Like, what do we do? Like, mm-hmm. we share trauma and bond over it and Oop, say, thank you for showing me your heart. Like, yeah. everyone is just going the motions and... Yeah, pretty hard. Yeah. Peter proceeds to tell Kelsey that uh, she's really grounded and drama-free. 
<laughs> Even though two weeks ago... Champagne gate. They were champagne gate. Yeah. Hey, like, good, good for her, though. No, 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 good for her. Mm-hmm. But she's not drama-free, Peter. Mm-hmm. That shit just happened. Yeah. Like, just happened. She's an internet meme now. But also, he just went through the Chase Rice... And the return of Alea. You're right. It's been, he's been so, piling on. Long day. Yeah. Maybe okay. he forgot that she was dramatic. Okay. Maybe yeah. like he was forgetting girls' names in the early seasons. He's going to like forget drama. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to get a few weeks later and he'll have forgotten that like Alea, you know, was. I think she's probably going to be here to stay for a while. I mean, if they want to make it worth, either she's here to stay or she's here to shake it up hard mm-hmm. for one or two episodes. Mm-hmm. Either of which I'm. I'm on board with. Yeah. Um, in bachelor parlance, I'm here for it. I love that. I love that too. So wrapping this one up, we yes. didn't get the rose ceremony, but we did get the night of where pretty much every girl is just cold as ice. We got the night of? Yeah. We didn't get the ceremony, but okay. we, we got the cocktail party where they show yes. up. So it yes. starts off. Where Peter, uh, you know, Eli has been invited back on the show. Yeah, Vicky F. like went and like laid into her. That's right. There was like That's a right. little a little pregame to the cocktail party where everybody was just talking mm-hmm. shit about Elia and how Peter's like not doing. There's his a job. lot of pregame to it. Yes, that's yeah, correct. Yeah. That's correct. I get really thrown off when they don't follow the format of the show. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't help me have like visual cues as to what's going on. Yeah, I'll usually just skip it, but they definitely spent like a hard minute showing that, like, you know, the women are talking about unionizing. And the way the men tried to union against, unionize all against the Luke P. Mm-hmm. You gotta keep your eyes on the road. Stay in your lane, Luke. So as Peter says, thanks for being here, yada yada. Uh, Victoria P., can I... Before he can even ask to talk to her, he is interrupted by Deandra, who is one of two girls who has the balls to actually call him out. Mm-hmm. Despite everyone complaining about it, Deandra first calls him out like, I think it's bullshit. We busted our asses for you. And, you know, you completely blew us off. And, like, that's not fair, yada, yada. Then Natasha jumps in and piles on. And I was so giddy. Yep. And I was so hopeful. I'm like, yes, walk out, strike, throw down tools. I want all the girls. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. But some of them, like, I don't know, if you're Vicky F, like, you just had a good date and salvaged a weird situation. Yeah, and Kelsey's Kelsey, like, like oh, I, I just got back on his good graces from Champagne Gate. So, mm-hmm. like, no one else sacked up and was like, yes, Peter, I also agree. Like, you didn't have to, you didn't have to go as hard mm-hmm. as Tash and Deandra, but you could have shown some solidarity with your sisters because... There's no, there's no love lost here. No, I know it's a competition yeah. show. I was just hopeful for a minute, but this is this is why the people's revolution will never happen because we're all just looking out for ourselves. It might and not standing up for what's right. It might if we get our dude in there, mm-hmm. not to we'll keep politics out of it. Yeah. So I wrote down: no one else joined in. Cowards. <laughs> Where's the accountability, ladies? Yeah. So P rushes through a half-assed apology that sounds mm-hmm. like fucking corporate deflection. I'm just like, you know, I'm really sorry. I know I've been blah, blah, blah. Lots going on. But I'm sorry about that. All right? So I apologize. Moving on. Victoria P doesn't even want to talk to him at this point. Yep. And this, these are the cracks that I was talking about where Peter, uh, they sit down okay. on the bench outside. 
Well, she, yeah, she didn't even want to talk to him. And she yeah. was like, all right, fine, whatever, let's go talk. And, he's, and she's like, you don't trust me. You don't believe me anymore, which is the truth. Yes. Like, it's broken. Whatever Elias shook up, like, Vicky P is now no longer the same in his eyes. But Peter, true to form, continues to play his role. He's like, no, I thought we had such a great connection. And he starts doing this bachelor talk. Yeah. And you can see Victoria P, like, rolling her eyes. Like, you can see her, like, hearing it and trying not to react too real. Yes. Because I swear that was a point where she was about to be like, would you just cut the bullshit, Peter? This is so fucking ridiculous. None of this is real. I know you don't believe anything mm-hmm. you're saying. I might be reading into it. You might not be. Remember Tracy just left? Mm. Which one's Tracy? She's the one who looks like uh, Sophia from season two. Mm. Of Violent. <laughs> that was in... Uh... Colton season. Okay. She's like the oldest girl there. Hmm. And she was like, That's I don't right, fucking yeah. need this. And then Elise left, too. You remember and, that? And Ari had that uh, law student girl that was like, I can't. Yeah. I don't want this. I, yeah. I, I don't want kids. I don't want your life. I'm gone. Yeah. I'm too mature for this bullshit. Oh, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I forget her name. Whatever, yeah. She's like pretty brunette, curly hair. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, occasionally you do get these people who are just like, I just can't fucking, like... I can't keep up this facade. I can't do this TV thing anymore. Like, this is ridiculous. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't happen often, but, like, I swear, Vic- Victoria P. was about to was about to crack there for a second. Yeah, I gotta rewatch. I'm now gonna be looking for that. That's all I look for, is yeah. just reading. Because how do you... We established that they don't really say anything. Yeah. It's just vague platitudes on, like, my connection with you. You know, you're so real. I feel so easy. And it's like that you didn't say anything mm-hmm. so there's no real feelings here. yeah and it's fun to see people try and like do that and like volley conversation back and forth Empty platitudes like, yeah without saying anything but then yeah i don't know it's just so fun and curious no oh, yeah that's great i love that i love that too so literally every pretty much every other girl who got to talk to him that night just cried and aired grievances. Good. Just one after the other. And I was like, oh, every, this is not fun. <laughs> Peter has had a horrible go of it. Yeah, it's getting bad. Some of it's his own, in, you know, he induced some of it, but mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's definitely not going well for him Yeah. at all. And that's why I think your take of which three girls do I want to bang it's probably the most accurate, especially for Peter. Yeah, just... Go- I don't know what it is, man. This idea that, like, everyone has to like me. They won't. You sent them home. Like, I know oh, you, yeah. you might have made out with them once, but, like, just let it go. Like, you made your decision. It's a game. Mm-hmm. Half the time, the marriage won't mm-hmm. last. And honestly, I think he's just trying to fill the void of Hannah. What, by bringing a beauty queen back <laughs> no i mean just he's like well i want to find love and i could have had that with hannah hmm. i think they're gonna get back together yeah i mean that would that would be the win if the producers sensed that uh yeah here's a volatile guy who's still holding the torch for mm-hmm. the other one so let's give him 30 more watch him you know bumble his way through that we'll get some good drama out of it yep Get a bunch of crazy, volatile women, beauty queens. Because you know she's going to be at the after the final rose. Yeah. Oh, you think that uh, foreshadowing the the Chris, like, there's something we got to tell you. She's here. Like, or whatever. Oh, fuck. No, honestly, 
now that they brought Alia back, it's probably going to be Alia. That whole thing. For the win? Well, that. Um, it went clearly the final day, and there were two girls. Mm-hmm. They're going to Luke P it. Oh, and have her come Boston yeah. back? Like, I mm-hmm. went on the internet again and found out that she's not real. Yeah. I think it's going to be her that comes back. Man. Or it's Mike and I with a gun. Yeah, because that poor girl is cracking. Yeah. So, like, what? I I just want to, like, do a roll call and see if there's anybody who isn't freaking out currently. Aliyah is. I'm pretty sure Sydney lectured him a bit. Victoria P. is freaking out. Kelsey had a good day. Kelsey's okay. She's rebounding a bit. Great Mm -hmm. for her. Hannah Ann has just been off to the side yep. trying to stay out of the drama good yep. for her Natasha, Na- got Natasha in piled it. on it Lexi she's trying to stay out of it but I, I think she gets in I think bit. she's still got like a at least yeah. a foot in Madison stayed out yep Sheehan is in it in it Kelly's right smartly staying out Kiara I don't remember <laughs> I'm pretty sure like I imagine <laughs> I imagine like that the rest did Savannah, I always forget she's there, and I don't know why she's there, because... I don't understand her. Yeah, I don't want to age shame. She looks older than the rest of them, and matronly. And, yeah, it's weird. And it, it only, it, it's only weird because it seems out of place with a bunch of, like, 23-year-olds, you know, models and beauty pageant queens. She looks like she does the weather. Yeah. On, like, a, a local news station. Yeah, it's not a bad look. No. It's just very out of place and I'm always surprised when I see her because I'm like oh is she the host is she Chris Harrison's wife like what is going yeah. on she's yeah she's a very um she's got a news look yeah yeah I could see that so that's uh me being an ageist jerk but yeah pretty much everyone's flipping out except for uh Kelly Maddie and Hannah Ann at the moment mm-hmm. and Kelsey is sort of recovering ground so yeah it's it's gonna be fun it's good stuff. It's going to be so fun. I am enjoying it. Same. Once you just accept that it's broken. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. Any, any predictions or guesses on uh, next episode? No. I was pretty tired at this point. Hmm. Um, we, we waited until I think you were done at 10. So I started watching at 10. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. I mean, we always kick you off, so. Oh no! It's your <laughs> it's your login. I can always watch it the next day too. True. Um, while we're here, so we say I and well, Brittany was also finishing episode four, of The Outsider. Mm. Um, and then yeah, I I don't know. I was just super tired at the end, which is why I think I don't remember that most of that before the cocktail. Okay. Before the rose thing. Yeah. I I have a really bad habit of falling asleep on the couch. Yeah, fair enough. Um, especially if it gets too late. I was falling asleep way earlier. I didn't think it was going to happen, like watching it. But then I started to sit on my legs and sit up. Right. You know? <laughs> Put on the back brace. Put on the thing, yeah. Make yourself uncomfortable <laughs> so you stay awake. Uh, all right, well, um, yeah, if you enjoyed that and or hated it and want have something to say about some of the things I said, I'll, I'm, ha- I'm happy to debate you at I love that bachelor at gmail.com. You can send us pictures of Paul Giamatti or the Marlboro Man. Or the Marlboro Man. And uh, yeah. thanks for listening, guys. Yep. See you next week. Bye. Bye.